The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to the Women's Sanctuary, the podcast about tending the soul of women, sisterhood, and the rise of the sacred feminine. I'm your host, Arlia Hoffman. Hi, everyone. This is Arlia Hoffman, and this is the Women's Sanctuary. Welcome back. How are you? Are you holding up? How are you hanging in there? Is life not just bizarre? <laughs> A bit insane? Are you thoroughly confused, disgusted, frustrated, and bewildered by now? <laughs> I, I'm kind of all those things, but I'm also awesome. Like life is amazing. I did want to share with you that recently my friend Jacqueline Robinson and I recorded another episode on her podcast, The Intimate Feminine, which is out now. It came out Monday. And <laughs> I will I will link it in the show notes. But the reason I'm giggling is because she and I were talking about, you know, discipline and devotion and, and what it means to have true discipline, right? Not that word that makes you shudder and cringe, like being on a diet or working out or making sure you fold your laundry, you know, as soon as you do it, all those things. It's not that, you know, it's, it's finding what you're passionate about and being so passionate about your own path, your own work, whatever lights you up that you are so devoted to it that you it, it it is a discipline you are willing to do what it takes because you're devoted to it and I, as after we recorded i'm like i i think i just kind of oversold that it was a beautiful process i kept saying well it was just so beautiful and afterwards i'm like okay it wasn't beautiful i mean it kind of is beautiful now and the process is amazing and yeah it's hard it's hard and challenging and yes, there is beauty, but I'm kind of here to right size what I was saying, which is, and it's hard. And it's it's not beautiful when you do not feel like doing the thing that is the most loving choice for you to show up to do whatever your day job is, the work for your client, whether that's cleaning the house or finally taking the car to get the oil changed or for me taking the comforters to the laundromat because they've just been sitting in bags for who knows how long because I just won't take the time to take them to the laundromat. You know, those those ways that you can show up for yourself. It's not easy when you come to that moment like, am I really going to do this? I don't want to do this. Okay, I'm going to do it. For me, it's been a million baby steps. And the consistent thing throughout all of those baby steps is my commitment to, well, you might call it my future self, right? Like I care so much about my future and who I am becoming, who I now identify with and want to become that I'm willing to do those things. And let's be really clear. It's doesn't matter who you are or where you where you're from or or um what your goal is and what your desire is 
if you have really tapped into that deep driving desire, it will drive you towards the actions to create it. It is that simple. So anyway, you know, this, this great conversation that Jackie and I always have this time was focused on what that discipline looks like, how it looked in my life and has looked in my life over the last year and how that is devotion, how discipline becomes devotion, how devotion becomes discipline, what that looks like for that deeper, more expansive process that really just makes you more you, makes you more of who you really want to be. And so I'm here to say, okay, it's not that beautiful. It it can be beautiful and you have to look for the beauty. And I think what I would say now is it is there is beauty in the process, but really the beauty comes in the way I feel. Like that knowing that I have showed up for myself is irreplaceable. There, and I think I said that there's there's no way I can actually describe what it feels like to have shown up for myself. So I just offer that, and I highly recommend that episode. We had a great conversation, and I feel like it's not one you hear a lot, particularly from women, because a lot of times discipline's considered a masculine energy, and women have a lot of discipline. And they juggle so many hats and they have to be disciplined to handle what they handle. But to place it in the context of devotion to what is true for you and what's important to you according to your values, I think that's really important. I think it helps us remember why we do what we do. Helps us get out of any victim consciousness or obligation and puts us into, oh, yeah, I'm doing this because... This is what I believe in. This is what's important to me. And so I'm going to show up. You know, I am a pretty emotional creature. And my, as an introvert, my emotional life can move kind of slowly compared to others. And so I may be so interior in a given emotional process that sometimes it's hard for me to show up in the outer world for a particular thing at a particular time with the energy and emotion I would want to have, right? And that's my working edge. Where is that edge between what some would call either fake it till you make it or show up in the energy you want to be in and allow yourself to catch up to that and being so completely true to where you are in the moment? That's a really fine edge to walk. Because for me, I'm all about authenticity and sovereignty. And and so I'm absolutely going to honor where I am in the moment. Sorry, I can't have that conversation right now. I, I am really deep in the process. So where does discipline and devotion come in when you are, if any, anything like me, and you're really involved in a deep emotional process or distracted by a situation. It may, we can take the example of grief, right? <laughs> grief is so just an, an encompassing process that you can't ignore. You can try to ignore it, but it does come for you. And so where's the balance between me choosing to show up despite the grief or with the grief and 
me honoring my grief and saying, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not available. There's no, there's no magic formula for that. It just, you have to take that case by case and you learn as you go where the, where that line is for you. I had to make that decision just today. You know, can I show up how I really would like to show up for this situation despite the fact or with the fact, including the fact that there are a lot of curveballs in my life that are disorienting and causing anxiety. That's a hard place. And so at first I said, I- I'm sorry, I can't do this right now. But then giving myself permission to say that and be there was enough to help me shift my energy to where I said, okay, let's do this because I, I'm feeling less distracted by this emotional energy. So I just offer that up there. Unfortunately, as my friend Lori said, there is no user manual. So <laughs> the best we have is ideas, guidelines, and other people's experience. So that's my experience. Hopefully that's helpful for you when you're managing these situations about where life is hard, life is heavy, or you're dealing with something and the other part of you wants to show up for the other pieces of your life that are important. Actually, you know, Jackie and I did talk about boundaries, right? That's a boundary for me. Like I I want to honor my internal process. And so I, I would encourage you to listen to that conversation if you want to know more. We talked about our values, how that connects to our boundaries, which then is connected to a devotion to ourselves and our lives and our evolution. Okay, so so that's discipline and devotion. The other piece I wanted to bring today is, oh my goodness, OMG, between the news and misinformation and revelations and conflicting information and the chaos in the world, how are you doing? It's really disorienting for me, and I don't really pay attention that much. I I pay attention enough to know what's going on, but I also have to manage and protect my energy. But I've heard from multiple sources that from now until the end of the year and going into actually the next six months, things are going to be really rocky. So here's what I'm doing, and hopefully that can be helpful for you. You know, getting back to discipline and devotion, it's knowing what's important to you, knowing what your values are. And there are so many resources online for finding out your values. If you, if you uh, want my healthy boundaries presentation package, um, there's an, there's an exercise in there in cultivating your values and finding them. Um, I have several sources you could, you could use, but you could also just look it up online and find you know, things that help you determine your values. Brene Brown has a great resource on that. And oh my goodness, I don't know about you, but I've heard that over and over and over again. And it just hit me a few months ago how vitally important that is to hone in on the things that are are really deeply important to you because that's what keeps you stable amidst all this chaos whether that's in your own life, in your family's life, or in the culture, in the society, in the world at large, in humanity. The chaos is only increasing for the purpose of reforming the institutions that we as humans have developed that no longer are working. So 
it has a benefit for a particular system to fall apart in order that something more true can grow up in its place. It's called, the Buddhists call it the charnel ground, like that ground of refuse and decay and putrefaction and death. That's the rich soil from which new things are born. Unfortunately, at the moment, we are in the era of watching things fall apart and return to the charnel ground. So here we are. The world is on fire, and we're standing in the rubble, or we're watching things burn. What do we do? Who are we now? We hold fast to our values. We hold fast to the truth that we are hardwired for connection, that we need each other. We don't just want to have connection and relationships. We need them. We are hardwired for that. And so who are your people? Who's your family, your chosen family, your community, your groups? It doesn't matter who those are. It's who do you love and who loves you? Who can you count on? And can you count on yourself? That's, that's also, that's really the key. Can you count on yourself? Identifying your values, identifying your, what's important to you and who is important to you, making sure they know that, cultivating those relationships and making sure they're solid. Those are foundational. The next piece beyond knowing your values is twofold, trusting yourself and following what excites you. So it's, it's building that inner relationship with yourself, your intuition, your gut instincts, following those, practicing that. You're not always going to get it right, but do it anyway. Because the more you do it, the more you will understand how you talk to yourself, what that inner voice is, what it feels like in your body when it's right. Practice that. That's trusting yourself and that's following your own intuition. And the second piece is what excites you? What lights you up? What are you passionate about? What do you give a fuck about? What do you care about? What are you doing that you don't care about? It is time to find a way to let that go. Anything that is false, that is a straw house. Uh, Okay, here we are. (laughs) The parable of the three little pigs and the wolf, right? The wolf's at the door. And is your straw made of house? Is your straw made of house? That's lovely. (laughs) Is your house made of straw? Or is it made of wood or brick or mud? How are you building your house? How firm is your foundation? Valuable, valuable metaphors for how we have tended and constructed our lives. It is not too late to build a firmer container for your life, to honor it, to tend it, to make it flourish, and to sink all that energy into what truly matters. Since 2020, all our relationships have changed, whether that's through death or the loss of a friendship, loss of working relationships, loss of neighbors. People are leaving. 
lives are leaving, situations are leaving. I've had my fair share of it. We can't escape the grief. It is so valuable for us to just honor that and grieve what leaves. But I can't get stuck there. You can't get stuck there. Because then we're looking backwards and we're not here in this moment and we're not looking forward. So in this moment, we tend to the pain of loss. And we focus on what's coming, on what's presenting itself to us, what's being born, what's being born out of the ashes, your dreams that are coming to life, the baby steps you're taking towards your ideal life, what really makes your heart sing. So we grieve what leaves, but we focus on what follows. What's being born out of the ashes of what's gone? There is always, always something that is born out of those deep losses and that charnel ground. Your life depends on focusing on what follows. And that doesn't mean the grief is gone. That means the grief feeds what is being born. It's all about where you put your attention. Attending to that still small voice that tells you what's important to you. Feeding the dreams that that live inside you. Allowing yourself to grieve what leaves. And then turning your focus to what follows. Grieve what leaves, focus on what follows. Tend what's growing in that charnel ground. No mud, no lotus. We're in for a bumpy ride in the next six months, and please don't let that make you afraid. Just take a deep breath, stand up straight, find your center, find your people, and stay attuned So what's happening? We've got this together. And all we have is each other. Thank you for being here. I'm so grateful for this community. Many of you have told me how how much you appreciate it and how what it's done for you, and I'm I'm grateful for that feedback. I have some new things coming and I'm excited to share them with you. So do stay tuned. I have several great interviews coming interviews with brilliant and insightful women. But there's there's definitely more happening, so stay tuned. Um, you can stay in touch with me at, at arliahoffman.com. That's my personal website. You can also stay in touch with me on the womenssanctuary.com. Um, if you have a question for me, feel free to email me. I'm, I'm at arlia at thewomenssanctuary.com. So that's A-R-L-I-A at the womenssanctuary.com. And you can find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, I appreciate you being here. Please like and follow and subscribe. And that helps all our guests in their work in the world. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And I'll see you here again next time on The Women's Sanctuary.
If you're inspired by the teachings of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you will love the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast with Nadia Dela Cruz. You are a spiritual being having a human experience. My name is Nadia Dela Cruz, and I started the Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life podcast to explore spiritual topics like manifestation and meditation with guests who share their own stories of insight, awakening, and transformation. Listen now on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.